everything is dual. Everything has poles. Everything has its pair of opposite. Like and unlike are the same. Opposites are identical in nature, but different in degrees. Extreme meet all truth are, but half truth. All paradoxes may be reconciled. The Kabbalion. Good morning to my fellow journeymen and the grateful gardener. Welcome to day 53, the nervous system. The nervous system of the human body that coordinates its behavior and transmits signal different between the different body areas. It is responsible for processing, motor control, cognitive function, emotional regulation, internal system control, and maintaining the system balance to be homeostasis. Everything is on a continuum and it has its opposite. There are two poles or opposites. The difference between the two extreme of one thing is called polarity. These opposites are simply but different manifestation of the same thing. And this is how we can apply to the law of nature in our nervous system. The brain and the spinal cord is the central nervous system, CNS. The nerves that connect to this complex network in the brain and the spinal cord to other parts to, of the body is called the peripheral nervous system, PNS. The function of the nervous system is control movements of the organism to affect its environment. The nervous system receives information from the body and process that information and sends a signal to control the movement, maintain stable internal environment, support our ability to think, to remember, and to concentrate. It controls various bodily function, including circulation, digestion, heart rate, and so many others. It does this by combining different signals to the neurons and other specialized cells to do what is needed. The output of the nervous system comes from a signal to the muscle, muscle, move, that sends out to the endocrine system, do we eat, rest, and digest? That is known as parasympathetic. Do we jump and run for our life? That is sympathetic system. The polarity of nature is also in effect in our body. Sympathetic nervous system is fight or flight in response to perceived threat or in danger. This response released the hormones like adrenaline to boost our heart rate and energy to run from danger. The parasympathetic system is rest and digest. And this is keeping the body calm as it recovers and as it rests. And this function is very healing and this is where growth often takes place. So what happens when our nervous systems do not work properly? They would not have integration, so we won't wake up. There's no motor control, we won't be able to breathe. 
there's no sensory, we're not gonna be able to think, to remember, or to feel. Okay, now it's time we're gonna take a quiz. But why? I can hear your ego talking to me and saying, what a boring topic, Kim. We already know this. Well, then let's take a quiz, shall we? What happens or what happens when we are in a constant state of anxiety, depression, chronic pain, fatigue? What system does it disrupt? The sympathetic, parasympathetic, or both? Question two. When trauma happens or when we ha get an infection and our mental impairment is not working well and there are so many changes in the quality of our lives, what system gets dysregulated the most? The sympathetic or the parasympathetic? When we talk about the nervous system, we often refer to stress. How did the word stress become so apparent in our English language? Stress comes from a Latin word, mean to strict, to tight, to bind, to narrow, and to squeeze tighter. In other words, to restrict or limit the ability to react under pressure or to react the mental demands that is required in our nervous system. Stress comes from the man named Hans Saley. In 1936, he was well known for the father of the stress research. He coined this term in three stages, and the process is known as GAS, General Adaptation Syndrome. In physics, when we talk about stress, it's the interaction between a force and the resistance to counter that force. When we talk about stress and emotion, it's related to a non-specific response that the body has to react on demand. So the three different stages of gas or stress is as follows. The first stage is known as the alarm stage. An alarm stage is we are using a mobilization way of our physical resources to deal with the stressor or we escape from the stressor. Second stage is known as the resistance stage. And the resistance stage is our body, our mind, and our emotion. We're gonna try to adapt, even though we don't like the stress, but we're gonna learn to figure out how we uh, can resist by just bearing it. And the third stage is a stage of exhaustion. And the stage of exhaustion is when we're not able to escape the stressor and we learn to cope with the stressor. And the nervous system strain or the fight and flight response is coined by Walter Cannon. 
where the acute release of these neurotransmitter happens physiologically from the sympathetic and the central nervous system. And it's releasing all these hormones from the adrenal cortex, the medulla, the pituitary, and other endocrine glands that mediates in the response of acute stress. So distress is when the stress becomes so harmful to the biochemical, the behavioral, the physiological, the psychological effect that it has on the nervous system. So emotion. What is emotion? Emotion is also known as energy in motion or the conscious or the subjective mental reaction towards a particular event or emotion also have a change on the physiology and the behavioral aspect of the individual. Emotions has four different components. The first component is called the cognitive reaction. And this refers to the memory or the thinking or the thought or the perception that we have to an event or the state that we were in in the event and that caused a certain emotion. Like I remember uh, I went to a party and that party was so much fun and it caused so much joy. So that is an, a, co a cognitive reaction. The physiological reaction is when the hormone levels in the body has trigger in a certain react. Like I went to that party and I saw somebody that I didn't like because that person have betrayed me in the past. So right away, you, there's an emotional stress that your brain automatically release some kind of physiological reaction for you to behave that way. Then the third component is called the behavioral reaction. And this is the active expression of the body. So when you do meet this person, you tend to portray a certain body language to express what you're feeling inside. And then the fourth stage is the behavioral effect. So the behavioral effect is you can either have a positive effect where you remember the joy or you can have a negative effect where you remember all oh, that person that you didn't like show up to this party and whatever that emotion is affecting your consciousness and and it's how you express it in that experience so what happened at the end of the party did you just go with the flow and just let it be or did you just couldn't stand it and you had to leave early? So these are the four different uh, components that a emotion have on our body. So what are the different basic human emotions that makes us human? The different emotions are anger, fear, sadness, disgust, surprise, anticipation, trust, and joy. 
And as human, we need these emotions for adaptation and for survival. And emotions influence us how we behave and how we move in the world. So the emotions help us communicate our needs, our wants, and our feelings. And emotions are often short-lived and they're easier to express where mood is often long-lived and there is a lack of perception or an understanding on what the stimulus was about or how it came about. What are the different ways that we can re regulate our nervous system and what do we do when we're our stress? So here are uh, a lot of ideas that you can use and, and you can also come up with your own. That's fine. So mindfulness. Mindfulness is, remember, is taking care of the left side of the brain and the right side of the brain. Taking care of the peacock and taking care of the phoenix. So the way you take care of the peacock is to move and to dance, to get active. The way you take care of your phoenix is you create a passionate, uh, enjoyable, something fun as a hobby to do. Eat nutritious food that nourish your soul and not only just for convenience, but eat food that makes you feel good. Socially, be around with people who vibe with your tribe. Take a walk outdoors, take your shoes off, walk on the grass, walk in nature, inhale all the oxygen, hug a tree, hum, whistle, chant, sing, rock out, you know, go on a swing, doodle, journal, your upstate, your downstate, just make a statement. Breathe, stretch, move, dance. Take cold plunges, take cold showers, chew on ice, run your hand under extreme cold water. Drum, tap, play a physical sport that doesn't require electricity or a computer. Massage, hydrotherapy, neural feedback. Smell something good, something sweet. Essential oils, um, smell it, put some on. Take some time to do tech-free time. That means unplug, get some sunshine, infuse your body with electrolyte. Take omega-3, magnesium, GABA, vitamin B, vitamin C. Journal on the season of growth. Those are just a few things that you can help the nervous system. If your standard of living is the majority objective, the quality of life almost never improves. But if your quality of life is your number one objective, then your standard of living almost always improve by Zig Ziglar. So these are the golden nuggets of yes, stress affects the nervous system, which affect both sympathetic and sympathetic system which have a detrimental effect on your CNS and your PNS. 
So here is the last and most crucial quiz question for you at this time. And only you have the right answer to this quality of life question. What does a healthy nervous system look like for you? Improved mood, better physical, social, emotional, mental health, better quality of sleep, increase the ability to think and to concentrate and to create, greater well-being, improve the quality of life. So what does quality of life really means to you in regards to the healthy nervous system. Have a beautiful day. Talk to you later. Bye now.